Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Chris Evans, um, who people this know, obviously, America. from Captain America. Yeah, so he's come up with this sort of original idea. In this, the story follows a 12-year-old boy who works on the MGM lot in the early 1950s and begins to create an imagined friendship with the legendary movie star Gene Kelly, who at the time was working on different musicals, like obviously had massive success with American in Paris, yeah. On the Town, Summer Stock, and that year also saw the release of Singing in the Rain. So it'll be interesting to see if this is a sort of an imagined friendship uh, from this 12-year-old boy. You can see that obviously what Evans has in mind here is probably, you know, this nice sort of tale. Um, and of course, one of the interesting things in December 1951, Kelly signed a contract with MGM that actually sent him to Europe for 19 months to make three movies at the time. And I think he kind of regretted sort of signing that deal. So whether that sort of surfaces in the movie or not as well, we will see. But no studio attached at this point except the casting and John Logan is going to write the script and produce as well from this idea so by we, Chris we Evans. we presume Chris Evans can sing and dance then? Oh, there we go. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's it. Oh, he can Captain America. Too. He can do <laughs> he can everything. Do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me, of course. All right, we shall keep an eye on that one. Interesting ones, that's for sure. Uh, big fan of the actress Jodie Comer. She was so good in uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott's The Last Duel. She was to star in his next movie. What has happened there, Gart? Yeah, well, she's had to uh, remove herself from the movie because of a scheduling conflict. I think this has been happening a lot of actors because of obviously, with uh, the pandemic and so many kind of schedules moving around, you know, and, and she was reportedly very unhappy to have to leave this film, but yeah. unfortunately, if you have contracts with others and they happen to be going quicker, then that just means uh, you have to move on. But she was going to play uh, Josephine opposite uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, in this uh, Napoleon Bonaparte biopic called Kitbag, which Apple Studios are producing. Uh, but uh, shortly after the announcement that she was leaving... They had a replacement ready to uh, take up the role, and that's Vanessa Kirby. Mm. So from one great actress to yeah. another uh, is going to take up. Now, shooting is due to begin uh, this spring in Europe. And uh, as you say, Ridley Scott is directing the project, who never seems to want to stop, stop, just keeps sure working and working. So at least one good actress to another. All right. Uh, Christopher Nolan's latest film, he, he's adding to the casting all the time. Yeah, so his latest film that he's uh, shooting, Oppenheimer, and he's got a really big cast in it, but as you say new cast member joining as well Josh Hartnett mm. has signed on for the film. Now Killian Murphy leads the cast as J. Robert Oppenheimer the scientist who ran the Manhattan project that led to the invention of the atomic bomb. Uh, specifics about Hartnett's role are kept under wraps at the moment but he's had something of a comeback on the big screen in recent years he was in Guy Ritchie's Wrath of Man and, and Operation Fortune was another movie he was in but listen to the cast for this project. You've got Emily Blunt Matt Damon Robert Downey Jr., 
Florence Pugh and Rami Malek That's all set good. to star in it. Yeah, and Christopher Nolan directing. So it's due to be released July 21st, 2023. Okay, what about Keanu Reeves? So, uh, if you've been to see him recently in The Matrix, uh, you'll know that he's still good at the big action, but the project that he's looking to do is a, a Hulu series. It's an adaptation of Eric Larson's famed 2003 novel The Devil in the White City. It's set against the backdrop of the 1893 Chicago World Fair, and it tells the sort of interwining stories of an architect, Daniel H. Burnham, and a serial killer, Henry H. Holmes, a charming social who used a hotel he built near the fairground to lure victims, which sounds a bit uh, bit odd, but basically it had a gas chamber and it had a crematorium and there was this sort of odd situation where these skeletons were being sold for med- medical and scientific study. Now, a screen adaptation of this has been in the works for many years. Uh, at one stage, actually, David Fincher was linked to the project. Also, Scorsese and mm. DiCaprio were thinking of doing it as well. But Todd Field is going to direct the first two episodes episodes of this and obviously with Keanu Reeves in the role it's going to bring notable attention and of course he was in the news recently because he reportedly gave away 70% of his Matrix Resurrection salary to aid a search for a cure for leukemia. Very nice guy no doubt about it. Uh, You've news of a racing drama for us? Yes, a racing drama with a good cast in it because Brad Pitt is set to star and the kind of team behind it is the team that's going to be behind Top Gun Maverick that will be coming our way in the next couple of months. Joseph Kaczynski is the director and producer Jerry Bruckheimer. So in the film, Pitt is going to play a retired racing legend who mentors a young driver and takes his final stab at glory on the tracks uh, as the younger driver's sort of teammate. There is talks as well that British Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton is involved in some way in the movie as well. And Apple are now in negotiations to buy the entire project for around £140 and that doesn't even include the salaries for the big actors. (laughs) Uh, So a lot of money been spent for it. I think Pitt has been trying to make a movie like this for years Um, and if you think how successful Ford versus Ferrari was at the box office and in terms of critical success, you could see why uh, they're interested in doing it. So we'll see. Does Apple keep the checkbook out? Very good. Now for your trailer watch this week, Garrett, you have uh, two actors (laughs) coming back together. Well, would you be interested in seeing Liam Neeson and Aidan Quinn back in a movie together? I certainly would, but what is the movie? (laughs) <laughs> the movie is called Blacklight yes. and Mark Williams directs the feature in which Neeson plays Travis Block, a freelance government fixer and a dangerous man whose assignments have included extracting agents out of deep cover situations but in this sort of shadowy program called Operation Unity is striking down ordinary citizens for reasons known only to his boss, played by Aidan Quinn he enlists the help of a journalist but his past and presence collide when his daughter and his granddaughter are threatened. It is well, taken, remade. It is, <laughs> it is taken Mason again. Is making taken again. And you will again. see what we mean again. when you hear this type. You need to come clean, Dave. You're confused about our relationship. You are my weapon. You work for me. Count me out. You show me a little gratitude if you want a normal life. My end is now. Where's my family? If I find out you had anything to do with my granddaughter disappearing, 
you're going to need more men. <laughs> Gerard, I guess, you, you know, it's a formula that works. Why not revisit again and again and again, right? It's the grand If it ain't broken, time. yeah. <laughs> he does it so well, Look, in fairness. So well, so well. And I think just having Aidan Quinn in the movie as well just makes it worthwhile yeah. uh, taking a look at it anyway. It's due to come out in February, but look, at the moment, you know, releases are kind of all over the place in terms of, you know, distributors deciding to move films about. We'll keep an eye as to when it will actually appear. But do check out the trailer for Blacklight. Yeah, and indeed, that's very evident in terms of uh, waiting for films for a very long time this weekend. I suppose the, the big delayed film that we're finally getting to uh, see this weekend is the 355. Yeah, as you say, kind of trying to find the right time when to release these movies is very difficult now. But this one is uh, when a top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wildcard CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it while staying to a step ahead of the mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. Really good cast mm-hmm. in it. Jessica Chastain, Diane Kruger, Lupita Nyong'o and Penelope Cruz all starring in this. As you say, it's the big release this week to check out the 355. Very good. What about a TV movie for us? Yeah, so something completely different. It's a tale of 19th century New York high society in which a young lawyer falls in love with a woman separated from her husband while he is engaged to the woman's cousin. He aims to use his standing to restore her damaged reputation but struggles to come to terms with the strength of his feelings towards her. Martin Scorsese directed this romantic period drama based on Edith Wharton's novel starring the wonderful Daniel Day-Lewis, Winona Ryder, Michelle Pfeiffer, Richard E. Grant... It's called The Age of Innocence and it's on TG Carr tonight at 9.30. I would definitely like to see that one again. Great recommendation, Gareth. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Aideen.